Hello and welcome back. Wait, what's that? Oh, we've got some breaking news. All right, well, we interrupt your normal uh, podcast introduction to bring you the news that Idris Elba has been cast as Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We'll have more as the story develops. We now return you back to your normally scheduled introduction. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name's Miles John Prower. And together we're Henry and Miles John Prower coming at you to discuss the fast-happening news of the zeitgeist. Now, I don't know if you heard this, uh, Henry, but uh, Idris Elba has been cast as Knuckles? You know, I heard there was some breaking news. It turns out Idris Elba, who you might recognize from such movies such as the Suicide Squad has been cast as uh, the famed character of Knuckles. Knuckles, to be to be clear, I just want to check my own understanding. The Echidna, uh, Echidna. I'm re- it's Echidna. I'm reading I'm reading this article from uh, Deadline, and uh, I just have to say, Anthony D'Alessandro has done a a very fantastic job because the second paragraph of this article reads, Knuckles is a red echidna and he's the guardian of the master emerald in the video games. (laughs) I mean, you know, where's the lie? I know. Very, very fun. I mean, not very fun. Yes, it's fun. Very factual is what I meant to say. (laughs) But just kind of, you know. It's a weird sentence to be read in your run-of-the-mill article th- that people are reading worldwide. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a little odd. Now, I mean, uh, I hate to I hate to break us out into Sonic talk so early, but uh, what what are we working with here? You think we're talking like Sonic Adventure? Uh, was Knuckles doing Master Emerald stuff in Sonic Three and Knuckles? He absolutely was, my friend. Yeah, Big Green Emerald. Big Green Emerald. You know, so what I thought we were going to do, because the first movie, I don't know if you saw it, it starred James Marsden and Ben Schwartz and Jim Carrey, and I'm sure there were other actors involved, Uh, but it was just Sonic the Hedgehog, and then uh, the first video game, Sonic the Hedgehog, was also just Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh-huh. And so I thought the second uh, Sonic game ever was Sonic 2, and you could play as Tails. Yeah, I mean, the, the end of, not to spoil anything, but I believe there's an after credit sequence in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, what a blessed sentence to be able to speak, that indicates the presence of a Tails. Exactly. So I thought the second movie was going to be Tails. I mean, rightfully, the movie should be uh, just Sonic, Sonic and Tails, Sonic and Knuckles, and then, of course, Sonic in 3D, uh, Sonic in Pinball. Right. I thought we were going to get a movie correlating with the mainline Sonic game canon. Yeah, and then there's one, there's a movie that's only on a CD, and there's a really (laughs) cool alligator you can play as in it. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I, I was going to go so far as to say that there's going to be a third movie, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and then they're going to remaster that movie so that Knuckles is playable. 
Yes, absolutely. It's actually, the director's cut has some scenes from Knuckles' perspective. Right, It's exactly. the only way to do it. Uh, so this was announced in the, the of course, in the, the best way you could announce such news. Uh, Idris Elba on his Instagram literally just posted a picture of a very gritty gloved fist with a red arm coming out of it. Hold on, I'm looking this picture up as we speak. You got oh it? yeah, I mean that's clearly Knuckles. Clearly Knuckles. It's got the two spiked fist, but which is uh, which is known, and uh, it has the caption "Knock Knock." So clearly Idris Elba is is no is in the know for this character. He knows his love of knock knock jokes. Yeah, he, he, yeah. I mean, that's a it's a known fact about Knuckles. He loves to glide and tell knock knock jokes. Glide, tell knock knock jokes. Protect that Mister Master Emerald. Protect Mister Emerald at Mr. all costs. So that's just a little bit of the late breaking news we have for you today. Mm. Um, but first, I am drinking. Uh, all of my beers tonight come from uh, what is it? Carbash, Carbosh, Carbach, Carbach. Uh, brewing company out of Texas somewhere, and I'm starting out with the Light Circus Hazy IPA uh, flavor explosions for the love generation, so it's not for me. Uh, yes, we are, of course, members of the indifference generation, uh, but Carbach, in my estimation, uh, is a pretty good brewery. They make, uh, I think, what is the most undefeated uh, local Texas beer party drink, Love Street. And that is what I will be finishing the night off with. Ooh, starting with a hazy IPM, moving to a Love Street. That'll be a mellow, mellow, mellow. Yeah, it seems like I've received a, a little bit of a note time and time again, uh, but hard liquor and the podcast don't mix well. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I don't know where that feedback's coming from, but uh, I, I'd hate to say... That I didn't agree with it, so I'll remain silent. I, of course, am drinking uh, Deep Eddie's Ruby Red Grapefruit Vodka and Soda. Uh, and that's what I'm drinking for the podcast. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good combo. Liquor's back on the menu, boys. Yeah, no. So Deep Eddie, uh, also out of Texas, they make this really good Ruby Red Fruit flavored vodka, and if you pair it with a soda, it's a delectable little treat. It's truly delicious. I am going to become belligerent quickly. That's great, because tonight we have loads of content all supplied by John. Yes, uh, loads of content supplied entirely by me uh, by way of one to two things I, I kind of wanted to talk about. Henry? John? Have you seen a little movie? I don't know if you know this about us, about the podcast. I'm actually, a lot of people, when they uh, uh, take this vocal inflection, it's supposed to imply that they're talking to their listener base. But in fact, Henry, I'm talking to you. Have you uh, seen a, are you aware of on this podcast that we sometimes talk about movies? Wait, what the fuck are you talking? Movies? Like film? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. And uh, usually those movies, for one reason or another, uh, are superhero movies. Are you aware of this? Well, yeah, because the zeitgeist is superheroes right now. Yeah, I, uh, I actually had a pretty 
This was the shortest version of this conversation I had with anybody, but I was expressing my enjoyment of the television series Loki to a friend of mine, a friend of ours. Uh, Not you and me, (laughs) but me and my significant other. And I was expressing that I like Loki, but you never want to come off as like one of those people who's all about Marvel stuff because they're pretty uninteresting like people who don't think of anything critically and just think that like an incredible hulk shirt from belk is sick uh you never want to seem like those people so i'm pretty couched uh and this person allayed my fears by saying that's 50 percent of anything that comes out right now is superhero stuff so like don't feel bad about mentioning it uh it's just half of everything that's coming out it's just true yeah, it is. It, and we're seeing all flavors of it. We're seeing the subversive. We're seeing the playing into it. We're seeing the comedy versions. We even kind of see the horror versions and things like Brightburn, which I don't know if anyone actually watched because why? But yeah, yeah it's just, I never it's just what it is. It's just what it is. And it's the world we live in. And uh, what I want to talk to you about, Henry, is there's this little movie that came out. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Oh, my God. Uh, but it's called The Suicide Squad. You seen this? Oh, are you talking about 2016's directed by David Ayer's Suicide Squad? Now, I see how you might be confused. This is actually 2021's The Suicide Squad, uh, directed and written, I believe, by James Gunn. What are you talking about? There's no two in the title? No, it's a redo, but also kind of a sequel. It's a ridiculous. <laughs> it, it is ridiculous what I, they do I, with <laughs> movies these days. I have seen 2021's The Suicide Squad starring future Knuckles the Echidna. <laughs> Indeed, it Idris is a, a Knuckles a Knuckles heavy episode. Idris Elba, not Idris. He's not a bird. Yes, yes. Future Knuckles, Idris Elba is, of course... <laughs> Uh, playing some character in this movie. Uh, we're not going to. His name is Bloodsport, but you were starting the sentence that we're not going to get into the details. I'm sorry. His name's Bloodsport. Now I don't. Uh, I don't know that we're going to have an opportunity to truly talk about this movie. Did you like it? I thought it was an enjoyable, fun time to turn my brain off. I loved it. Uh, yeah. I loved that movie. I also, uh, for what it's worth, love James Gunn. Uh, I haven't seen, uh, Tromeo and Juliet, which is his, uh, kind of first big movie, but I've seen Slither. I like Guardians of the Galaxy a lot. Slither Uh, was good. The stuff that he's done that are parts of anthology is pretty good. I like James Gunn a lot. Uh, even though he's problematic, cancel him and fire him. (laughs) Ha ha. Uh, but I like, (laughs) I like James Gunn quite a bit there's a lot of james gunn in this movie i really appreciate that it appears as though when he was making guardians of the galaxy i like to imagine james gunn pretty much every day went up to uh uh kevin feige and said hey can i make this real gross and kevin feige was like no no you can't why would you want to why would you want to why would you want to blow why would you want to blow someone's body in half this is a marvel movie you're you're lucky if it gets read pg-13 what are you talking about it's like okay and then the next day same thing uh and then after he was uh fired shortly by disney and dc gave him millions of dollars 
uh, he's he asked DC, hey, can I make this rated R and really gross and uh, almost get it rated NC-17? And then DC was like, what? We don't care. Why are you talking to us? Just take money. You're a Marvel guy. Make Marvel happen for us. I don't care. Just go. Yeah, right. DC, D- yeah, WB was just like, look, if if you can get people to come see the movie, you could do whatever you want. Yeah, we don't care. You can make it care. the grossest movie that's ever been made. Just go. We clearly do not know how to make movies. We entrust that to you. Yeah, you can have every actor you want in the movie, even if they're just in the background and they have no lines. That's fine. Well, you can put your brother in it and have him say one thing. You can pay him $2 million to do that. We don't care. To be fair, he also did the motion capture of Weasel. Oh, great. I love it. I love Sean Gunn, actually. Yeah. Sean Gunn's great. But he did make sure to give him an actual speaking line to keep up that shag shag insurance. (laughs) Yeah, he's got very specific shag insurance, which is uh, gross. I meant meant sag insurance, (laughs) which doesn't sound great. But, uh, Henry, I've got some bad news for you. Oh, no. About the Suicide Squad? Indeed. If we imagine that WB allowed James Gunn to do whatever the hell he wanted in hopes that uh, it would get butts in seats, uh, the Suicide Squad, as a matter of fact, did not get butts in seats. That's right, John. It had a mediocre box office opening, earning only... A, a paltry $25.6 million at the box office domestically. Indeed, domestically, uh, the numbers I'm looking at are 26.3, but around $25 million, uh, which put it at the bottom end of the uh, top 10 grossing movies since March of this year. Uh, of course, number one being Black Widow at 80 million, F9 uh, being number two at 70 million, which to be honest with you, uh, if I were to look at these numbers, I, I think that there might be some correlation for what I think caused Suicide Squad to to flounder at the box office. But I'm interested to hear your thoughts, Henry, uh, as to why you think it maybe uh, didn't do so well. We can do some uh, some back and forth conjecture on why this movie was uh, badly eclipsed by its predecessor, Suicide Squad, with terrible reviews, which made like a billion dollars domestically. Well, okay, so reason number one, John. Half or more of the population thought this movie already came out in 2016. Yeah, I could definitely see that being a point of confusion. I had so many conversations, which is to say just one, of someone being genuinely confused about what this movie was and they thought it had already come out and were curious as to why it was in the theaters again. Yeah, this was a, I'm going to say a bit of a naming failure. Right. Which which it's interesting uh, given what we're working with. So I think that you can talk about the, the Marvel cinematic universe, the Mar Seyun, if you will. Yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, <laughs> you could talk about the Marseillean all you want. Uh, but I think that the most interesting uh, through-line character in any ongoing superhero franchise is Harley Quinn, because uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn's existence uh, calls into question kind of everything timeline-wise about the existence of not just The Suicide Squad, 
uh, but Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey as well. Like, I, I truly don't know what is real at this point because of her presence. Now, it's crazy because the 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 Harley Quinn we saw in Suicide Squad, the 2016 David Ayer venture, uh, was a Margot, a Margot Robbie, I keep saying the actress's name, was a Harley Quinn we were familiar with. It's the mainstream Harley Quinn, the one that has been prominent in the zeitgeist for years, the Harley Quinn that is that is super dedicated to the Joker, wants nothing more than to serve him. Mm -hmm. In the comics, that version of Harley Quinn has been dead for about a decade. Uh Um, Because in the comics, we had uh, the Harlequinescence, if you will, where the character was reimagined, emancipated from the Joker as sort of an anti-hero, chaotic, neutral, kind of uh, fun solo venture. But comics always lag behind the mainstream media. So the first time we saw Harley Quinn on the big screen, it was old Harley Quinn. But by the next time we saw Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey, it was the new Harley Quinn that is getting more and more traction thanks to the Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO Max. And because Margot Robbie became an executive producer of just the character of Harley Quinn. And I think she definitely advocated for this more nuanced, this new, more modern Harley Quinn version going forward. So by the time we get to the Suicide Squad, it is 1,000% the emancipated, no notion, no even mention of the Joker because we don't need him to make her a great character. Yeah, we. I, I, I love that we lost the Joker, but I think a lot of people are billing the Suicide Squad as a redo or a reboot of Suicide Squad. And I think that this pretty firmly cements it as a sequel because, so I I think that there was a bit of an issue trying to figure out like, Hey, is Birds of Prey like its own thing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, We assumed that the, the train of Suicide Squad to Birds of Prey was like a genetic dead end for this cinematic universe. Like, Hey, this is where it ends. Uh, but to have that Harley Quinn in this Suicide Squad, to not reuse any of the characters, save for, I believe, Rick Flagg and Amanda Waller, both portrayed as the uh, same actors with the same characterizations as they had in the original Suicide Squad. This movie's a sequel, right? You also forget Jai Courtney, who comes back as Captain Boomerang. Yes, there is also Jai Courtney is back. Uh, so, like, this movie's a sequel to Suicide Squad. Absolutely, in every in every way. Uh, because they don't, they don't, <laughs> like they don't retread old exposition. It, it, you kind of, you, you kind of see the setup maybe in the first couple of minutes. But if you hadn't seen the first Suicide Squad, you might be massively lost. Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, it's a relatively simple premise, but I'm just saying from a naming standpoint, it's, it's I, a sequel. I think that you're doing yourself a pretty major disservice economically by not calling this Suicide Squad 2, because objectively, Suicide Squad made like $750 million domestically. Yeah. So if you call it Suicide Squad 2, you're getting the people who saw the first Suicide Squad, who, to be honest with you, they have no taste, so if you put this in front of them, they'd probably love it. And you're also, like, being clear with your intentions. You're not 
uh, like ideologically throwing yourself under the bus saying like, hey, that other movie didn't count, even though this is a sequel to it. and We're still making it count. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I, there's there was a lot of other factors going on with probably why Suicide Squad one did so well and why this one has not done so well. And I, I don't think marketing is playing as big of a role as we are in the midst of a really bad resurgence of a pandemic and uh, WB made the executive decision to release this movie for free on HBO Max if you already pay for that service so you don't have to leave your house to go see it. Yeah, I think there are two big things working uh, against this movie. Clearly a big marketing win would just be to call it Suicide Squad 2. Uh, right. But we are uh, within the a true, I don't know, at this point, there's there's no like second or third waves. But we're in the, the second massive spike of hospitalizations and, and new COVID cases. Uh, so people are not going out to the theaters. Let me tell you, it must have been great to be like Black Widow and A Quiet Place Part 2 to have been released in that six-week window where oh, everything man. seemed okay. Right. And and you must be kicking yourself if you're if your film was done and in the can and just sitting on the shelf, but you wanted to wait for like prime marketing opportunity and, and suddenly this resurgence has happened. Cause I guarantee if the Suicide Squad came out like a month earlier, it would have done bank. I mean it would have been the only superhero movie people could go see. It would have cleaned up. Yeah. Uh, absolutely without a doubt. I also think this movie had another pretty major thing working against it. The rated R. It's really hard to sell a rated R superhero movie and Deadpool did it right. But Deadpool still doesn't make the kind of money that these movies typically make. Obviously, if you go to any of the 10 showings per day of a new Marvel movie, whenever they come out, half the theater is full of children whose yeah. brains are at best 20% developed and won't remember this, but they like to see Iron Man go pew pew. Yeah, I mean, this the demographic for PG-13 is the widest demographic of the entertaining entertainment going crowd. And rated R, you're catering just to the top end of that demographic and a very narrow top end at that. Because anyone who is older than us, let's say maybe 10 to 15 years older than us, this movie has no appeal to or just less appeal to. I don't want to use absolutes. But as you know, as you go older than us, who are like we're kind of prime demo for this movie, uh, you're, you're losing more and more of the general pop. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely losing people because like at 40, you don't really – care about rat catcher too <laughs> right like i don't know uh, i think that we are well positioned to enjoy this movie and also if you get to people who are 10 plus years older than us a lot of those people have kids and they don't really watch movies for themselves in the th- in the theaters anymore yeah it, it's it, just it, kid stuff man they don't have time you gotta get a sitter Sitters yeah. are expensive. And he, so, you think I'm going to get a sitter 
to go see The Suicide Squad. A movie that came out in 2016 because <laughs> I'm also not plugged into the, the happenings of movies. So I think it's a movie that already came out. Yeah, because I'm 42 and I think that's something that could happen because I don't have any grasp of reality anymore because my children have fried my brain. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get a sitter to go to the movies to sit through like two hour plus of just blood and gore and 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 all that and and maybe you're like Jamie, my wife, who was very very excited to see Nathan Fillion in this movie, and then I can't finish why she was disappointed because that's a spoiler. But still, yes, I thought by the way uh, that part of the movie. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, genius. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the fact that you had... I feel like the entire existence of the original Suicide Squad film, uh, not true... It, nothing ever demonstrates stakes in Suicide Squad. In The Suicide Squad, very clearly, uh, it, it lays out what it has going on. Uh, and I love it. One of the remember. greatest openings of any superhero movie I've ever seen. I don't know if you remember uh, when the cast list for this movie was announced and we went through it one by one and and we got to like a saturation point where you were like, how are they going to fit all of these people into one movie? I think we predicted what was going to (laughs) happen. Okay, then uh, I'm glad to know that we were right. Right, right. And uh, shout outs as always to to Flulaborg. May he get more work. Shout out as always to Michael Rooker. You're getting quite a bit of work, but uh, may you continue to get work. I like you a lot. Oh, man. You need to stop being cast as racists and uh, continue being cast as the great weirdo you are, Michael Rooker. (laughs) Yeah, so, so definitely... Being in the middle of like a resurgence, uh, the marketing unconvention, unconventional, the unconventional marketing, and uh, the rating. I think all just were working against this movie doing big bank at the box office. And we may, in fact, this movie might be a, a great example of this, and uh, maybe the most preeminent or prominent example. Uh, is that I don't know that box office numbers will continue to be the metric by which we judge movies. I don't know. If that six weeks where everything was kind of normal is any indication, I think everyone's going to want everything to go back to as normal as possible. But were I uh, Disney or uh, were I WB, I don't know that I'd be overly incentivized uh, to go through the box office gauntlet, if a ton of that, if a ton of the money that I would make uh, through betting big on the box office could just be recouped through HBO Max subscriptions or by money through Disney Plus. Right. Uh, Because from my understanding, uh, it's tough since they don't release any metrics about these whatsoever because they're not incentivized to every time a movie comes out. They're like, yeah, most successful movie we've ever had. It's great. Uh, because no one's, you can never hold them accountable to it. Uh, yeah, and there's no back end on on views of of or minutes watched from streaming services or anything like that because they're not selling ads, so they're they're only making money from the subscription. 
and you can't tie someone watching a particular movie to the subscri- subscription price. So there's no back end there. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're an organization like WB, you're just in it for subscriptions. And if you're Disney, you're in it for subscriptions plus that sweet uh, 30 bucks. Not to mention WB and HBO as a whole are going through a really interesting transition period because AT&T like just sold them off. And uh, and AT&T was all about like bottom line, let's make as much money as possible. We're going to make this a, a successful gen- venture. And I, I don't know who owns them now, but whoever owns them now is like, hey, let's resurrect all those things that AT&T canceled. Yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting time for that organization. I noticed an interesting data point in this article saying that uh, HBO Max uh, said that Suicide Squad had the second most viewed opening weekend of any film that launched simultaneously on their platform. Uh, what do you want to bet number one is? Space Jam and New Legacy or Godzilla vs. Kong? In the Heights. Ooh, maybe in the Heights. I'm so sad about in the Heights. Can we hold on? Can, can we go into our segment called Talking in the Heights? Yeah, of course. Our weekly segment, Talking in the Heights. Uh, let me talk in the Heights for a second. I got really sleepy halfway through watching In the Heights and then paused it and went to bed. And that was the last night it was on HBO Max. I'm so sad that, that I didn't say, get to finish yeah. watching In the Heights. You have no idea what happens to Usnavi. I don't know what happens to Usnavi. Man. Don't know what happens to, Usna- to Usnavi or Parag the rest. Paraguas. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't know. He had like a little cart that sold water. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah, going to happen to him. You don't know, man. You gotta wait for the DVD to come out. Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta buy it on DVD. You gotta buy it on DVD. Anyway, uh, that right. concludes this week's edition of Talking in the Heights. Oh, sorry, John. I'm getting some breaking news. Um, yeah, okay. So this is developing right now. Uh, Disney has cut all ties and projects with Scarlett Johansson. Really? Yep. As of tonight, uh, this this. <laughs> News just broke that in light of the lawsuit that Scarlett Johansson has levied against them for going against uh, an in-writing agreement between her and an executive producer who is not named, uh, they have cut all ties with the actress going forward for all of all projects. Uh, well, that's incredible and wrongheaded. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, this ties into what we were talking about with studios being absolutely motivated by box office numbers uh the original agreement for scarlett johansson in this movie was to be tied on solely on a box office bonus so like if the the numbers at the box office she would get some good uh money but at the last second they decided to simultaneous simultaneously release it on disney plus and uh for premiere access which is the one instance where you can tie extra money from a streaming service to a particular movie and actually have a back end. And they denied her that, even though they had said previously that if they were going to do that, obviously they would have to renegotiate her contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Scarlett Johansson levied that, that lawsuit, Disney released a statement saying she got $20 million. 
We already paid her that. Why would she need more? Isn't she just a money-grubbing shrew? Meanwhile, like, they're all pocketing, like, huge, huge bonuses. Just dumb. The whole thing is dumb all around. I mean, the the SAG president said that Disney should be ashamed for the way they behaved. No one is really in Disney's corner on this. Well, especially Uh, because she has it in writing. Yeah, and the fact that they use not only COVID as an excuse, but they shame her character. Uh, truly unbelievable. Right. I mean, to everyone's predictions, this was going to be her last venture with Disney for a while anyway. Uh, so it's like, might as well put the dog in the fight. That's a terrible expression. Might as well toss that lawsuit into the ring. Uh, see what we can get. Maybe we'll win. If not... You just burnt a bridge with like one of the biggest media corporations in, in the world. But the good news is your project was already done. Yeah, I mean, your your project's done. And also, I don't know if you know this, but I think Scarlett Johansson can probably retire pretty well. I don't know that she is necessarily profit motivated totally at this point anymore. I mean, ev- everybody is. Uh, well, but, so, you know, she's going to continue to get work. Right. And one thing to consider that I don't think it's a lot of play in these talks about all oh, this, all these actors with these huge salaries, they have a whole staff of people that they pay out of their salaries. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be she's trying to stick up for the people who stuck with her during a pandemic. She wants them to get their chunk too, because, you know, times is tough, you know? Yeah. I mean, every, every very successful actor is a corporation in their own right. Uh, exactly. So yeah, they have they have employees to pay. That's a good point. Yeah, just something to consider during like, oh, she already got twenty million. She wants an extra fifty million. What a what a money grubbing talented actress. <laughs> yeah, uh, every, every single person, at, the the people at Disney are like, what a money grubber. Says the largest money grubbing media right. corporation in the world. Yeah. What a money grubber, says the corporation that literally bought out the other biggest media corporation so that they could own literally half of all media. Yeah. What? Unbelievable. So dumb. It makes me want to not support Disney, but then what the fuck am I going to watch? Yeah. HBO Max? I guess. That's your only option. Yeah. I heard the Space Jam movie is on HBO Max. Oh my God. Uh, what a money grubbing person says the corporation that just launched a six thousand uh, dollar package for a two night stay in an intergalactic hotel thing. Uh, I don't know. Well, that sounds great. I'll do that. Yeah, it's six thousand dollars for two nights. You do not get to stay any extra nights. Wow. Do you at least get to kiss the mouse? No, it's it's. Is a Star Wars thing. Oh, fuck Star Wars. Okay. (laughs) Star Wars sucks. Gotcha. Well, all right. Didn't expect that take from you, a resident Star Wars expert. Listen, you want to hear why Star Wars sucks? Tell me, Star Wars. Okay, let me tell you why Star Wars sucks. We're going to go into a new segment called Why is John Mad Star Wars This Week? Da-da-da-da-da-da, bread. Henry, I don't know if you've heard about this. You heard uh, you heard about this streaming, not streaming, this video game service called Xbox Games Pass. Yeah, I'm on it. It's uh, it's pretty good for for people who don't buy a lot of video games and are otherwise like uh, 
uh, busy shitheads like myself, it's great. It's perfect. If only it streamed to other devices so I didn't have to sit at my soulless computer where I do all my work. Oh, you got to get like a stream deck or something. Yeah, that's what it's Steam Deck, baby. Uh, but let me tell you, you're, you heard of this corporation called Electronic Arts? EA? It's in the game. You're in the game. You're in the game. You're in the game. You're in the game. Uh, Are you talking about EA, the company that has won the worst company in the world award multiple years in a row? Yes, let me tell you what happened. Now, I have Xbox Games Pass. They have this thing called EA Play, where since EA Play is a bad thing, you can play EA Play's games through the Xbox Games Pass. And I I was feeling cheeky, Uh, you know, wanted a new video game to play. Uh, so I decided to fire up the old Xbox games pass and oh, what, 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 what do I see? You see Star Wars squadrons. Well, no, I see Star uh-huh. Wars, uh, Fallen Order, which appears to be a Jedi Knight game, uh, starring, I don't know, some actor, uh, but uh, Jensel I, Atkins, that's not his name. I'm leaving. Uh, I uh, I've heard good things about this Jedi Fallen it's, Order. Like it's a uh, like fun. it's tough and it's got good characters and a good like, story and a lightsabers. It's like, it's like Dark Souls with Star Wars and apparently a good story. It's okay. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, uh, I love a lightsaber. I love a video game. I'll play this. So I click on it. I gotta sign up for this EA thing. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. Put in my email address. Put in my password. It's password one, two, three for anyone who's wondering. And I get in and it says, oh, sorry, this is already tied to another Xbox account because my Xbox account, I don't know if you know this, is tied to my Windows ID. Oh, no. And my Windows ID is used for quite a few things. I've had my Windows ID now for like 10 plus years. I'm not going to give up my Windows ID. Why would you? And they said, oh, this is associated with a different gamer tag. Oh, no. So I went in. And uh, it's associated with a gamer tag that I used when I played Xbox 10 plus years ago. Uh, from the Xbox console. From the Xbox console. Both the first Xbox, what I call the Xbox One, uh, <laughs> and and the Xbox 360. I'm like, oh, well, that's no problem. I haven't used that account in over 10 years. And uh, I'm not going to get Xbox Live again uh, because I don't own an Xbox and I never will. So... I just, uh, I hit unlink, unlink this account so I can link my, my EA play account to my new, I guess, gamer tag. Oh, you can't do that, John. I do that. And I'm made aware that you can only link one EA play account to one Xbox account in your entire life. Yeah, to stop piracy, John. (laughs) So it's to stop piracy. But what I'm wondering is how I managed to have... An Xbox gamer tag associated with my email address. A Windows ID associated with my email address, which had, I guess, a subsequent gamer tag, which is what it's called, and an EA Play account assigned to my email address, all of which, by the way. From a security standpoint, I have to have open, ready, and easy access to my email address to access. 
However, removing this gamer tag, which was tied inexorably to my already existing email address, which, by the way, I have easy access to, uh, has made it so I can never again tie it to any account using that self-same email address. It's really stupid. It's for your security, John. For my security, I can now, to be clear, never play EA Play Games using my Xbox Games Pass, which may be the uh, only video game service I use for the rest of my life just out of convenience. It's in the end user agreement licensing agreement, John. It's truly, it's really truly dumb. unbelievable. It's it's really, really dumb. Also I could have really... logged into that old gamer tag, yeah. which I knew the login credentials to. I just didn't want to be bothered to like yeah. go into this other thing and lose all the achievements or whatever the hell they are from the Xbox Games Pass I already have and have had for like a year and a half. That's uh, yeah, I mean it's it's dumb. It's really dumb. And apparently you can ch- you can chat into people to get this taken care of, but I'm at a point in my life where I don't care enough about playing Jedi Fallen Order legally that I would chat into a guy to fix this problem. Now, I would never give illicit advice on this podcast. You would never catch me doing that. So what I'm going to say is you should not, you should not, uh, pirate Je- Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, I, I'm writing an article, and I've forgotten how to pirate things, so I might ask known pirates in my area uh, how to pirate. You just torrent them? Do you just torrent them still? I don't know. I don't do it anymore. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, that's why I've got to find out out of this article and spite Right, uh, so during your article research phase, you're, uh, you're, you're researching to, to write this article on piracy, you might just find your – you got to you just go ahead and download a game and play it. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course it's a game I already own, so it's a legal gray area, right? Well, technically you have access to Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> technically I could have had access to it. Right. So, uh, really, I'm in the right. (laughs) Oh, the lanes we go to play mental gymnastics to justify the things we do. It's, and that is why Star Wars sucks. I've been mad about this for a week. I'm sorry to hear that. It's, I'm never going to get to play Anthem now. I, you don't never, (laughs) you never have to. (laughs) I'm never going to get to play Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare now. Come on. I'm never going to get to play... What else does EA make? Dead Space. Well, actually, I own all the Dead Spaces. Oh, they're remaking the first one. Ah, fine. Uh, uh, I'm getting some breaking news, John. Uh, We got a breaking news report. Uh, Embattled New York Governor Andrew Cuomo resigns amid sexual harassment allegations. Wait, hold on. You're not... What? This is some breaking news. This is literally happening right now. Hold on. Look it up. Verify it. This is happening. Is this real news that Andrew Cuomo... Everything I report, John, is real news. Idris Elba is Knuckles. Disney has cut ties to Scarlett Johansson. 
Andrew Cuomo is resigning. Andrew Cuomo resigned? Yeah. Wow, this was a few... Wow, that's huge. Here's the silver lining. Uh, Kathy... Oh, I'm going to butcher this name. Oh, man. Kathy Huchul? Huchul? No idea. Huchul. Uh, The state's lieutenant governor will assume the office when his resignation takes effects in 14 days, and this will subsequently make her the state's first female governor ever. Hell yeah! Fun... I guess... Is it funny? Is it funny? Funny might be the word that the state is getting... It's first ever female governor from a sexual harassment resignation. I, uh, it's poetic, perhaps. I, poetic, uh, yeah, poetic for Relinquishing sure. under extraordinary pressure is decade-long grip on power. I mean, from my understanding, people aren't really huge fans of Cuomo. I wish I knew more about it. People generally seemed to agree that he mishandled COVID pretty badly. I have no, uh, uh... Notions preconceived or otherwise of the man. I just know that if you make the bad decision to sexually harass people, you deserve to be canceled. Yeah. Get get canceled and resign. Later, Cuomo. Get out of here. Make room for the Kathy Hochels of the world. Make way for the Hochels. I can't believe there's been so much uh, extremely huge late-breaking news on this podcast. I know. It's almost like we're a news source now. <laughs> Yeah, now if you want to hear about these things three days from now, you've come to the right place. Yeah, if you want to hear what was breaking news on a Tuesday, but you're listening on a Friday, welcome. We're the Zero Credits News Network. Have we thought about this? Thought Um, about what? Why don't we get Friday's breaking news today, so then when people listen to it, it would probably be breaking for them. You are thinking ahead, and uh, that's dangerous. Yeah, I've been told that thinking is dangerous. Uh, We would need a system of, I don't know, I'm going to spitball here, Um, a system of precogs, uh, a a pair of, a set of triplets who have low-level psychic latency uh, things that they can predict the future and have predictions roll out in weird uh, engraved balls. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You mean we just need precogs for this? Yeah, we just need some precogs. I know a ton of precogs. Head on down to Gary's precog discount warehouse. I play Magic the Gathering with a precog. It's a real bummer. Oh no, they already know what card they're gonna draw. They always win, and also, they never move the cards. I have to move them according to instructions that they give me on an etched ball. Wow, that's insane. Because, yeah, they're always in that pool. They're always in... Listen, I don't... I I don't like to use the podcast as a place to practice my my stand-up, my tight five. But uh, you ever notice how precogs always be in that pool? Yeah, yeah. I mean, precogs be swimming. <laughs> precogs be swimming in that pool. Pre- precogs be delivering etched balls. <laughs> what a weird movie. Huh? Life. Oh, yeah. Life is perhaps, the strangest movie of them the all. Perhaps the strangest movie of them all. Perhaps oh, the strangest we, movie of them all. You were saying the same goddamn thing. Perhaps the strangest movie of them all. What an odd movie. 
The only winning move is not to watch. <laughs> no matter who wins, we lose. Right. Uh, oh, man. I hope there's just – I'm kind of winded from all this breaking news. I hope there's no more breaking news tonight. Me too. Oh, wait. Got some breaking news. Oh, my heart. Stevie Nicks has canceled all 2021 concerts. Oh, Okay. Good for Stevie Nicks. From this headline, I don't know what gives her the power. She has canceled every concert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, not just her own? That's huge. not what the headline says. The headline (laughs) does not say Stevie Nicks canceled all her 2021 concerts. It says all 2021 concerts. Well, I mean, after what she put up with to get out of Fleetwood Mac, I, I think the music industry gave her unheard of power. Right. If you have to suffer, if you get, if you suffer, you get rewarded power. That's why Spider-Man's so strong. Yeah. With great suffering comes great power. I'm sure that's the message they want us to get out of Spider-Man. Yeah. You should suffer. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Now, I, I'm just glad that, uh, you know, (laughs) Stevie Nicks looked at her, looked at herself in the mirror and said, go your own way. Huh? Huh? Anybody? Huh? Anybody? Go your own way? Go your own way. Huh? I'm just glad that she was able to break the chain of her contractual obligations to keep performing shows in the midst of a COVID act, but epidemic. Anybody? The chain? Anybody? Anybody? The chain? The chain. You got one more in you? You know, I, I I know I know this is breaking news, but is it secondhand news? Huh? Anybody? Secondhand news? Wow, this is great. We talked about uh, Friday's breaking news. That's a real future games. Future <laughs> games? I don't think uh, she was on future games. Are future games? Uh, I don't know. Future games? Gold Dust Woman? Anybody? <laughs> Gold Dust Woman? <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. Gold Dust Woman? Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Stevie Nicks has canceled every concert happening in 2021 with the powers litigated by to her litigated to her vested vested upon her by the music industry. Yes, indeed. Uh, good for Stevie. I also love Stevie Nicks to death. Stevie Nicks Ah. is great. Fleetwood Mac, one of my favorite bands. Uh, you know what? The stuff that Stevie Nicks isn't on is also good, but I understand that, uh, the, the, that, uh, what's his name? Buckingham Knicks? Oh, no, Buckingham no, no. Palace. No, that was a... You know what? God, what was his name? The Doors. Uh, there was someone in, in Fleetwood Mac who sucked. Uh, but Stevie Nicks, great. Fleetwood Eagles. Mac. The Eagles. Flock of Seagulls. You're just naming bird bands. Jefferson Starship. <laughs> a Starship is a kind of a bird. Jefferson Airplane? I think they came first. Yeah, they were an airplane, then they were a starship. Uh, uh, The article did go on to say that she was only canceling five of her performances, and the five were all that she had planned for this year. But the headline would suggest that she is canceling every music performance planned for the year. As well she should. As well she should. Huh. I feel like we uh, we started talking about why Star Wars sucked and we didn't actually interrogate the Scarlett Johansson thing. But good for Scarlett Johansson for standing up for herself. Good for yeah. Stevie Nicks for standing up for herself. And good for Andrew Cuomo for standing down from his office. 
Well, okay. He did try to stand up for himself, but his his defense was very bad. Was it like, oh, it's cancel culture, it's politically no. motivated? No. No, really? it wasn't. Really? He didn't, he had some easy outs, but like like the ones you just mentioned, but here's what he did instead. Oopsie doopsie, I'm Italian. No, what? I'm paraphrasing heavily here, but the implication was that he's Italian and it's part of his culture and therefore he's sorry, but that's why it happened. And then hours later, after having said that, he resigned wholesale. Uh, that's horrifying. Again, paraphrasing, do not have a source. This is the general takeaway that I got from what I read, which was the comment section under an article without reading the article itself. I, uh, I mean, don't do that. There's a lot of italophobia going around right now. Don't feed into it. Oh, is there actually some Italophobia going around? I didn't mean to to accidentally play into it. Oh no, it's just funny how Italian people are. Um, <laughs> God damn it! Oh, breaking news! Oh, oh, oh! Over sixty thousand pounds of frozen raw chicken products sold at Aldi and other stores recalled. Oh shit! Over sixty pounds. Sixty thousand pounds. That is indeed over sixty. <laughs> Uh, specific lots including Dutch Farms chicken with broccoli and cheese, Milford Valley chicken with broccoli and cheese, <laughs> Milford Valley chicken cordon blue with broccoli and cheese, Wait Kirkwood raw stuffed chicken with cheese, broccoli and cheese, <laughs> and Kirkwood raw stuffed chicken cordon blue stuffed with broccoli and cheese has been recalled. Wait, 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 wait. Has it been recalled because of the chicken? I was going to say, I don't know. There's a lot of culprits for the common denominator between these items. I like the ones that were cheese with broccoli and cheese. (laughs) It it appears, so uh, the, the branding appears to be Kirkwood raw stuffed chicken with cheese colon broccoli and cheese Amazing. so the master brand is the kirkwood raw stuff chicken with cheese and this is broccoli and cheese variety uh the broccoli and cheese variant i feel uh, like wait do you have more details i feel like it's the broccoli and cheese uh these products should be thrown away and return salmonella from oh. chicken that appears to have been improperly handled at a processing plant then forgive me, broccoli and cheese. You were not the culprit after all. Uh, unopened intact packages of raw frozen breaded chicken stuffed with broccoli and cheese. <laughs> Again, uh, were collected from an <laughs> ill person's home. Really makes it sound like they died and tested positive uh, for at least the outbreak strain Salmonella enteritidite and enterid. Titus and Teratitis. Wow. Uh, FSIS continues to work with the CDC and state and local public health partners on this investigation. Eating food that is contaminated with salmonella is bad. Uh, people may recover with treatment. Salmonella is bad. Don't eat the chicken with the broccoli. It Specifically, everything seems to originate from this broccoli and cheese chicken. 
Now, I don't want to tell the Kirkwood brand how to do go about their business. Not just Kirkwood, but Dutch Farms, Milford Valley. Right. And seemingly a brand that's just called Broccoli and Cheese. I don't want to tell these individual chicken recipe connoisseurs how to go about their business. But it seems to me that it would stand to reason that there are other flavors out there other than broccoli and cheese. I, I wonder what it is specifically about the broccoli and cheese version. Now, of course, what this is, is there's just some chicken plant that like extrudes poor chickens into tubes and stuffs them with broccoli and cheese. I guess on the day they were making broccoli and cheese, something went wrong with refrigeration or something. Yeah, some that's that has to be it. Yeah, there's a central uh link between these these uh these these poor innocent little chicken companies. Poor innocent chicken companies. Wah wah. Uh but yeah, I guess don't eat disgusting pressed chicken tubes filled with broccoli and cheese if you can help it. To be clear, oh, I'm not saying they're disgusting cuz they're made of chicken. That's, that's a belief a t- that I personally hold. But like that's a, that's a tall order, Jean. <laughs> you look in your freezer; it's just all breaded, stuffed chicken patties. The freezer, with and cheese. oh, the freezer, the pantry, the fridge—it's oh. all just broccoli and cheese and chicken. <laughs> I, I think I maybe know where this salmonella is coming from. <laughs> if you're keeping frozen broccoli and cheese chicken patties in the pantry. It's the only thing at the Aldi store, John. You walk in, they hand you a free sample of broccoli chicken cheese. <laughs> and they say, don't refrigerate it. And, and like you go down the cereal aisle and you got to get your chickios with broccoli and chicken. And, you know, you, you get it's just these ready to eat meals, broccoli chicken cheese, these frozen broccoli chicken cheese party plate trays. It's just it's broccoli chicken cheese all the way down. I mean, to be clear, it appears as though the actual name of one of these products that was recalled is Kirkwood Raw Stuffed Chicken bro- Chicken Comma Broccoli Comma Cheese Comma Breaded Chicken Breast with Rib Meat Patty spe- Specifically Cut and Shaped Stuffed with Broccoli Comma Cheese. I think at a certain point you need to take a second pass on that product name, buddy. Yeah, I, uh, you know, 19 grams of protein. What are you going to do? Well, you can't beat that, but you can beat the name. I think we can beat that. Let's try to punch it up. Yeah, I'll punch it up real quick. I'm going to say chicken tube with broccoli and cheese. Chicken tube with broccoli and cheese. I will have some more, please. See, we're already at jingle time. What are you going to say? Kirkwood raw stuffed chicken broccoli comet. It's already it's no much. jingle potential. No it's jingle too, potential. Yeah. How do, how do you, how am I supposed to sing that? Yeah. How am I supposed to say? If you, if anyone out there listening knows a way to sing what I just said about the chicken, sing it. Yeah. Sing, sing it. for your supper. Sing for your. That's weird. No. Can you sing? Can you sing, Master Listener? Don't make them sing for their supper. Okay. But I we won't. will be serving broccoli stuffed with chicken and cheese. <laughs> that is your supper, as a matter of fact. Why can I not say the chicken first? Broccoli? 
I keep saying broccoli first. Oh, well, you're thinking of the product that wasn't recalled, which is broccoli stuffed with chicken and cheese. I feel like that would do better. <laughs> it looks healthy. Right. It looks healthy, but then... It's just, it's a it's a crown of broccoli. So you're like, mmm, healthy. You bite into it, bursting with chicken and cheese. Right. Who, in, who, who, who... Let me get up on my soapbox. Who put chicken and cheese together? I don't get it. Well, no, it's the broccoli and cheese that goes together. Yeah, broccoli and cheese goes together. I don't know. I feel like you see a lot of chicken and cheese together. I never... I'm uh, not going to knock this. I'm a fan of the chicken and cheese together. I mean, maybe at this point I just haven't eaten meat in so long. The combination of, like, meat plus cheese not on a pizza feels weird to me but i know that i'm in the minority uh cheeseburger oh well yeah you can put cheese on beef that's where it comes from yeah here you go you got the cheeseburger you know how you make a cheeseburger better uh sub that burger for a fried chicken patty you know how you make a chicken you know how you put a cheese on a chicken i yes make it better make the cheese out of chicken milk Chickens don't make milk. You put, if you put cheese on a hamburger, you should put an egg on a chicken. Okay. Keep the whole family together. What you're saying is because milk makes cheese. Uh Uh-huh. Beef comes from the thing that makes the milk. Uh Uh-huh. Chicken sandwich should have egg on it. Yeah. I feel like it's easier just to use lab-grown meat. I mean, at the end of the day, I agree with you. It is easier to use lab-grown meat. But then what kind of milk does it make? Oat. <laughs> oat cheese on lab meat. Have they made oat cheese? Uh, I, there's definitely cashew cheese. Oh, that doesn't sound good. It's pretty, eh, I mean, it's not cheese, but it's what <laughs> I eat. Oh, right. Because of your... Because preference of the way that i am <laughs> because of the way that you are oh well i'm just glad we have no more breaking news left yes finally we broke all the news the news has been broken there's going to be a new knuckles the echidna his name is idris ubala that's not nice idris elba i thought it'd be funny but then i didn't get a laugh but then the, this is on a live show you were expecting me to laugh? No. Who do you think I am? No, I would never expect you to laugh at anything, robot. Ah, uh, breaking news. Oh, fuck. Five obvious things too many people forget to do before job interviews, according to CEO of 10 years. That's your number one. Uh, hold on. I actually have to click into the article. I think this is just targeted at me because I've been interviewing places. Learn about the company's story, products, and services. Hold on. This is marketed. Oh, you things you forget to do. Yeah, click on their about page, I guess. I guess. Okay, I'll tell a quick story and then we'll get out of here. I was interviewing for a service, uh, service marketing position at a company that makes checkout processes easier online. And in the initial interview with the HR person, I mentioned that I wanted to transition to from business to business to business to consumer 
marketing because I feel like you can make a stronger impact. And uh, huge response, very positive response to that uh, answer that I gave. And so when it came time to meet with the next round of people, this was the who was going to be my direct boss, the head of digital marketing. And I gave the same exact answer. He said, well, we're actually business to business. What? Yeah. (laughs) So don't trust your answers from one interview to the next. Don't trust anything. Don't trust anyone. You will never get a job. If that person was like, hey, uh, we're actually business to business. You're like, you should talk to these other people I interviewed with because they don't seem to understand the business. Right. No, like all of the wind fell out of my sail because it's like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, that is a nightmare. Breaking news. What's up? Tufts study links some dog foods to canine heart disease. Well, yeah, grainless. Yeah, it appears as though grainless things that put a lot of peas as a primary uh, ingredient can lead to heart disease. It looks like peas are actually the big culprit here. Maybe not necessarily the grainless diet, which feed your dog grains. Yeah. Unless your dog has like a serious sensitivity, there's nothing wrong with your dog eating grains. My dog has celiac disease and he can't eat gluten. My dog is paleo! Oh no, he can only eat things that existed before dogs. He can only eat yams. Ew. Yeah, it's it's sad for him. Yeah. Well, I've got some breaking news for you, John. Oh? Yes, I'm getting a report that uh, if you want to reach out to us with your breaking news reports, you need to get in contact with us. And you can do that by reaching out on Twitter.com to... ZCPCWHJ on twitter.com. And uh, I'm getting breaking news that John knows what that stands for. Yeah, that stands for uh, Kirkwood's breaded chicken patty stuffed with broccoli and cheese, comma, broccoli, comma, cheese. That's right. And you ha- if you have a longer article you wish to submit to the Zero Credits News Network, please send us an email to z- email at zerocredits.net. Uh, we are the only news network that breaks all of the news today, three days later. Uh, we're also available on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you can go on to Apple Podcast and leave a rating and a review for us, that would be very great. You can also find us on any third-party podcast scrapers, such as your podcast addicts, etc. But the most important thing you can do for us, dear news listener, is tell somebody that we have all of the most recent three-day-old news for your viewing and listening pleasures. Word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. So tell somebody who seems like they don't know what's going on Tell them to listen to us, and we'll give them the skivvy. Skivvy? We'll give them the skinny. The skinny? We'll give them the news. We are Zero Credits News Network, and that, folks, is the way there's news. Henry, real quick, breaking uh, 
breaking uh, uh, investigative journalism news from Uh-oh. yours truly, John. Uh oh. Reading through this article about dog heart disease, it says the FDA has been careful not to say that grain free diets result in canine heart disease, but its research identifying the brands which potentially cause canine heart disease identified 16 brands all of which were grain-free. In this reporter's opinion, grain-free diets appear to be being protected by the FDA. What is big grain-free hiding? We don't know. You know what they're not hiding? What? These wholesome, simple ingredients, free from soy, (laughs) corn, and wheat, for you and your active, uh, mysteriously athletic dog. Is corn a grain? Corn a grain? It's a starch. Is wheat's a... Well, I mean, starches are just like long chains of carbohydrates, right? Yeah. Is corn a grain? Dot com. Whole corn is considered a vegetable. The corn kernel itself is considered a grain. Oh, wow. You heard it here first, folks. That's the kind of late-breaking news you can expect here at Zero Credit News Network. And from everyone here at the Zero Credit's multiple room where people tell you the news at a camera, through the camera goes to your television news network, we would like to wish you a happy week. And I, this is me signing off in my traditional way. And uh, I always explain that I'm signing off and then launch right into the sign-off, which is to say, goodbye. And this is me giving my traditional sign-off. <laughs>